Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring, and I'm with the usual Brian and Andrew. It's been a while. How are you guys doing? Chilling. Andrew's chilling. Brian, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Bland answers, but we like it. And as always, <laughs> we're your number two source. I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome, excellent, great. All three words rolled up into one. See, was that a better? That was a better answer. Oh, I didn't use one one word bland answers, and I was enthusiastic. And I have my guy Baylor Shireman behind me. But anyways, (laughs) um, as always, we're your number two source for all things sports. If you know, no, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter with the four underscore podcast. Whoa. Okay, I was practicing my auctioneering right there. Was that good? Yeah, that was great, actually. All right, we'll get to sports. Uh, <laughs> storage wars. That's where I like to start. Uh, we have sports to talk about because we have been off for a long time. Uh, last one we did was previewing the NBA draft. Did we even do an after the NFL, NFL draft? Murdered. NFL draft? NFL draft? Oh, Trevor. Did we even do an after the NFL draft? No, we didn't. Just Okay, so we yeah, just did a we pre-NFL draft. Then, uh, yeah, we, uh, okay, we so we've just done a pre-NFL draft, and that's pretty much it. So we've missed a lot. We missed pretty much the entirety of May in baseball. I haven't talked about the NBA playoffs at all. Or were they going on? No, I don't think so, right? Um, the draft, maybe it was first round? I think it was the first round. Might have been first round. Bottom line is we've missed a lot. Um, and we'll start with the NBA. I guess, because that's the most topical right now. And the Celtics are currently heading to my, actually, they're probably in Miami at this point. They're not heading there. I hope yep, they're in they Miami. are in Miami. Uh, two, two Miami Heat players are potentially not. We'll maybe get to that later. But um, yeah, the Heat and Celtics are tied two to two. In somehow. my, in somehow. my, yeah, somehow. In my humble opinion, it has been a very boring series. This series has, yeah. I mean, game three was exciting because the comeback sort of, and then they lost it. But the other three games were just uncompetitive by either team. Uh, either one team got up by 20 plus and it, and it wasn't a game or, I mean, in game one's sake. Well, game, it, one, game one and three, you can go Celtics first half, second half, and games, and then flip it for the Heat. Like the Heat were first half, second yeah, half. yeah. But for so game one, I mean, again, we've talked it, about this game split, one, but like it was still game one, really. Like they should not have won that game, and they didn't. They were down 10 to 12 pretty much the whole game. Damn maybe it, cut it, they maybe cut it to eight here or there, but they didn't deserve to win that game. Game three, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not in this boat of they should have won that game. You don't deserve to win a game when you lose a quarter, especially the first one by what was that one? 21 or 23? I think it was 21, 21. correct? Yep. You don't deserve 18. to win a game when you start or down 39 to 18. Times. I mean, could they have won? Yes, they very easily could have won with Jimmy Butler out in the second half and their comeback in the um, second half when they blew it by not getting any points in the third quarter. They got it down to nine after the Al corner three. Mm hmm. With four minutes left, and then the quarter ended on a 13-7 run. You yeah. keep that at nine, you go into the fourth at nine, you probably win the game. Yeah, so... Get back to 15, 
it stayed at 15 for the first three minutes. Then you went on that 12 run to get it down to one. And Franchi Cordero just hit a sack fly. Go Sox. Okay, nice. Um, JD might be hosed at the plate, though. Oh, no, he made it. Well, because Julio is, is a very slow man. But, yeah, there are a lot of uh, differing opinions. Could they have won? Yes. That's where my opinion is. Could they have won? Should they have won? No. You don't deserve to win a game when you're down by 21 after the first quarter or really any quarter. If you lose a quarter by more than 20, you don't deserve to win that game. They're just plain and simple. You don't. Could they have won? They're so yes. much better than them. They were, The turnovers are just like If we don't ridiculous. kill ourselves and play <laughs> just average, we the win. The turnovers are rough. Um, and again, I said this to you guys, um, but that the first three games, it seemed like they were stuck in in the first uh, or in the Milwaukee series. They were chucking threes when they didn't need to. They were relying on threes to try to get back into games. Yesterday was a lot of attacking. I can't remember what they were from three, but they were something like twenty four. They they shot poorly from three, but they, they won shot poorly the whole game. Yeah, they shot poorly the whole game, but they won because they attacked the basket, got to the free throw line, and were aggressive on the offensive end. That's what they need to do against the Heat because the Heat do not have a rim protector. The Bucks are probably the best rim protecting team because they have California Redwoods just standing underneath the basket, <laughs> defensive three <laughs> seconds every time that doesn't get called in the NBA. The Heat do not have that. He's literally a tree trunk. He is. He's he's a California Redwood or a spruce, whatever you want to go with. Um, although I don't know if spruces are tall. I know California or Redwoods oak. are really tall. An oak or oaks tall. I'm pretty sure oaks. Okay. One's in my so, yard. So whatever. Yeah, they're pretty tall. An oak? Okay, we'll go with an oak. He's an oak tree. Um, but the Miami doesn't have that. Everyone's like, oh, but Bam's a good defender. But the reason Bam's a good defender is because he has his switchability. It's not his rim protection. He is a good defender because he can switch on the guards and still do well when he's defending guards. He's not specifically a rim protector. Can he get blocks? Yes, but you're He's not. also only good if Daniel Tice is in the game. Guy's been absolutely <laughs> trash. <laughs> Everyone's good when Daniel Tice is in the game. Embiid. Guarding them. Like, <laughs> and if you look, his stats in the Philly series last round when Embiid was out for three games, he was like Hall of Fame. In the games with Embiid, he was like a complete non-factor. RBI single, Christian Vasquez. Go Sox. Yeah, Rob is the key to this series. We thought it was Marcus. Yeah. I still think it is Marcus. Marcus obviously helps when he's on the court, but it really is Yesterday Rob. showed. He neutralizes think, Bam. No, like, I think yesterday proved clearly it's Rob is more important. Yeah. Because we were without the defensive player of the year, and they had 33 points at halftime. And yeah, Smart. they shot historically trash, but like it, we go as Tatum goes. Not what Marcus says is like, oh, we go as I go. I'm the best. <laughs> well, Marcus, yeah, I love you, but you know, let's let's simmer, buddy. You're you're great and all, but we've lost games with we've won we won game two against Milwaukee without you by thirty. We won it's twenty, but it felt like a hundred. Like yeah. it's it's I Rob changes everything. Having, Rob the you Marcus, as amazing as he is, like White can do a lot of what Marcus does. He draws a ton of charges. He plays really good defense. He gets a ton of steals. He, if he scores a little bit, he does similar to what Marcus does. He's not gonna like Marcus can get score more, but like either way, like Marcus can flick. They, they they're more like 
you can't do what Rob does. It's impossible. No. So like you can fill in with your guys with Pritchard and White for smart. You can't fill in for Rob. Like it's just impossible. Tice goes in is a minus fifty. The C's are a minus fifty with Tice on the floor. Ninety with him off. Like yeah, come on guys, it's not rocket science. Don't yeah, play. yeah. Yesterday definitely did show that Rob was more. I don't want to say more important because there is just factors, but he definitely neutralizes Bam and makes it a lot harder. Now, Marcus is very important, and especially in this series, going to game five. If he's not healthy, that might be an issue. Jimmy in the first two games, I think he had 41 and 29, which would be what? That would be like 35 Yeah, but he had a like 1,000 free throws. He did, but he plays well in Miami, and that's clear to us in this series. Yesterday was anomaly. That's never going to happen ever again. Starter, what would they have the starter? 16 points, and there's only 18. three of them. 18 combined 18. points. 18 yeah. combined nine, points. Nine, nine six Yeah, that's an anomaly. That's never going to happen again. That's certainly not going to happen in game three. So Marcus needs to be healthy and needs to be able to shut down um, Jimmy. They both need to be healthy. I would love it both to be healthy. If they're both um, healthy the next two games. It's over. Yeah. 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 The um, one the one big question though is you know, even Jimmy Butler, even though Jimmy Butler is great on his home floor, you know, he really struggled because he had to leave game three because of his ankle. And I'm pretty positive that that really played an effect into game four. So maybe that could possibly play an effect into game five and to the rest of the series. Yeah, I don't know how serious it is. I didn't even see what the injury was technically. Jimmy's injury. Oh, I, he like tweaked his knee on it. Looked, it was it's similar to the... Uh jaw play from pool how like Pritchard kind of did the same thing oh yeah 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 Yeah, so he I feel like he should be fine again yesterday was an anomaly that's that that basically never has happened ever before and won't happen for a very long time like you're not going to see a team in the NBA let alone the conference finals but but like the NBA playoffs in general in the NBA at all like score one point have zero field goals Nine and a half minutes into the game, that's never going to happen ever again. Yeah. Um. So he's going to come. I, I. I'm. I'm assuming he's going to have a good game next game. Um. I don't know what Tyler Hero is going to look like, but I don't really care because he hasn't done anything this series. Um. It's really just been um Jimmy and then Bam. So like, if you Oladipo shut down best player, who? Yeah. Oladipo. The last Oladipo. Yes, he's been good off the bench. You just have to neutralize those three, really, um, and you'll be fine. Uh, no one else is really going to score. Like, Vincent hasn't been anything, like, other than game one. I feel like game one, they spread it out a bit. But since game one, Struess hasn't really done anything. Vincent hasn't done anything. Um, Duncan Robinson has barely even played, and he's getting, like – And he played I in think- garbage time yesterday, and he's – got it going which is yeah i think he's a, i think he's like on like a five-year 90 million or something yeah, like that the, after the bubble insane. i'm pretty sure he got that deal is ridiculous yeah, it was crazy and he just got replaced by yeah, he, a, he, a was able, he was able to shoot in a stinking auditorium <laughs> in the bubble yeah. it's literally oh, a high school gym. with like a wall behind the hoop yeah <laughs> like yeah. yeah um but overall i would I would say that I'm confident, but I actually don't know because this series has been wild in terms of of domination. So I really don't want know what to expect. If the Celtics are fully healthy, I 
think that they should win this series and will win this series, whether it be in game six or seven. I don't know. I think they have the, the ability to win in Miami. They've won on the road actually more than they've won at home this playoffs. I don't know. I feel like that's true. Uh, we are two and oh, four and one. Five and two, so we're five and two on the road, and we're five and three at home. So they, so they have a better winning percentage on the road by a very minimal amount. But when you have a higher winning percentage on the road in the playoffs than you do at home, five and that's, two, five and three. That's very, that's very good. Like you, that you usually have a lower winning percentage on the road because it's tougher. But they've proven that they can oh, win on the road. Team legit in the last like twenty years. <laughs> yeah. That, but they've proven they've won in the road, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if it went to a game seven. They would win that game seven in Miami. Who knows? Oh, it wouldn't surprise guy. me. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they win game five, lose game six, and win game seven. Do that. It I wouldn't know. surprise me. Definitely. It wouldn't surprise me though. It wouldn't it's because it's because of their lack of consistency and them turning the ball over. That's why. That's why I don't know what to say about this series. Is yeah. their their consistency. And it's not just as a team, it's players. Like, yeah. Tatum's been good, but he's been semi-inconsistent this playoffs. He's turned it up. He turned it up at the end of the Bucks series. He had a slow start to the Miami series. Um, he had 10 points in game three. That's not acceptable. So his inconsistency is a little concerning. I don't think he will be this inconsistent. I, I'm going to guess he's going to have at least 20 in the rest of the games in this series. Jalen Brown's inconsistency is alarming. And then just the health consistency from Robin Smart. So, yeah, this team is full of inconsistencies. That's pretty much what they've been all year. But if those inconsistencies can become consistent, then I think that they will win this game or win this series with with ease because I don't think Miami really matches up well with them. I would have just loved for Rob to stay out a little bit longer before he – actually came back in the playoffs because if you that like you said just lack of consistency with with the team's health you just have to adapt because you have no idea if some of these guys like rob or marcus are playing every night marcus was a freak thing marcus Marcus needed to sit down yesterday (laughs) marcus like we're marcus rob went since he's like he only played 18 minutes yesterday the game before he played he only played 19 like he's not playing a lot and he's still yeah. effective. So, like, this whole, like, questionable, no, dress the guy. I do not understand why when you're questionable in the playoffs, you don't just dress. If you play 10 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever, we don't get an extra guy for you not playing. Like, exactly. Sit there. He, he was against yeah. Milwaukee and didn't play the game. There's no question that if you needed him to get five to ten minutes, he can't. Do like it. he would give that it's just to you. He's not hurt. He's a he's soft. Yeah. Yeah. But anyone else? Any other thoughts about this series? Season um, six. Go see Celtics and uh six. Yeah. Celtics and six. I don't have prediction because I have no freaking clue how the series is going to shape out. All right. The last time we did a podcast, the Red Sox were the worst team in the NBA or the MLB. They're, they'd probably be the worst team in the NBA, too. I don't think that team would be very good at basketball. Um, they were the worst team in the MLB, and it was by far. But now, Brian, how are the Sox now? 
Well, the Swanks are currently up uh, a touchdown and a field goal. They did just leave the bases loaded, though, kind of disappointed. How but far was the field goal? Was it was it a chip or was it like a 40-plus? It was, a, it was a chip shot. You know, they're getting the pretty shot? easy. They're hitting some base knocks. They got 13 knocks on the day. You know, it's the fourth inning, not too 13 bad. in the fourth 10 inning. and 13 in the fourth. Six left on my boy Piv's got the best stuff on the team. Oh, Guy's he's absolutely got some great stuff. He's got like a 1-5 ERA in May. Dude's on another level. Love me some Piv. Um, you know, about to be a six-game streaker. You know, you, you're still two under 500 if you win this game. Well, when they but you're win rolling. Oh my God. Um, find a way to win the next two. Well, that's a freaking chip shot down the line. Dan, there goes the perfect game. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Um, that stinks. Um, find a way to win the next two. You're back at 500. And guess what? You have a 10 game stretch of five with Baltimore, two with Cincinnati, and three with Oakland. Those are three of the bottom five teams in the league. You go eight and two, nine and one minimum. Look at that. You're eight over 500. Like, Money. that's it. You're back. You're probably in second you're probably or third place over, in the division. Yeah, over and Toronto, for sure. Toronto sucks. Toronto's they not do that suck. good. Toronto, we, we've scored 30 more runs than the Blue Jays have scored this season. And oh, that's where that's crazy. horrible, horrible. How many games have we lost two to one, one nothing, three to two? A lot. Yet we've still scored 30 more runs than Toronto. What a joke. So, you know, we're fine. You know, think about it, right? Last year, they were pretty good from April to 4th of July. And then from or I guess April, they kind of sputtered right before the break, but then they came out and won three or four against the Yankees. We're doing good. And then once it hit August 1st, we sucked for like a month. We probably went 13 and 22. Yeah. Probably. Like we, we dropped below the Yankees. The Yankees were 10 games back when we went to that game, Luke. Yep. The Kike or the run for a stack fly walk off. Like they were mm-hmm. 10 games back. I mean, or no, was that that? Devers, the Devers game after that. The Devers after they were probably 10 and a half back because we won that yeah. Thursday night. So they I'm were 10 that. and a half back at the end of July. And we're nine and a half back and it's May 24th. Like we're mm. fine. And we're gaining ground, like totally fine. We, you go on these structures, it's just when it's in the beginning and you don't see the oh, we're 75 and 50. Instead, you see, oh, we're 13 and 22. It looks different because then you go, oh, we're 88 and 72 or whatever mm. when you lose third you know you go 13 22 stretch like it looks different because you still have all those wins so runs happen throughout the year they'll they'll be fine you just gotta- it also helps that the pitching has been so good like oh, the starting rotation is mean, unbelievable i don't not know even the stars the bullpen's really good too the bullpen's, bullpen's been, been st- they've blown the most games in the league they've blown they have so their their numbers are good Situationally, they haven't been yeah, great. I wonder why. It seems like an easy fix. <laughs> you put Whitlock in the if you never put Whitlock in the rotation in the bullpen, he has a 0.6 year, right? As a start, he has a four seven. Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, it, it, it's not like he's going six innings. Like he's not a starter. At least he isn't he's, yet. He's basically an opener. And it's you're wasting him. You're he's throwing 80 pitches to go four innings once a week rather than going an inning for four to five games a week or three games. If you use them for two innings, one time, yeah. they probably have six more wins right around there. If you never came out of the rotation and there you are, you're 25 and 16. It does. Like, yeah. It, Again, it helps that the joke. pitching's been good because 
the offense, we thought the opposite. We thought the offense wouldn't be the issue. The pitching would be the issue. So when you say the pitching has been really good, you're like, all right, this offense has to figure it out at some point, which they have now. Um, and the pitching has sustained itself. That was one of the issues because we've been, we were saying like this offense is going to figure it out. They have to be like, they have to figure it out. There's no chance yeah. that they don't like um, the only issue is if the pitching would be able to sustain itself. And so far through two months, it, it has, it really has. And, and more than that, like and, and you who thought Michael Walker was going to be Walker's the AL MVP or AL Cy Young. Michael Walker has like a one five. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Piv. If you throw out his first four starts where he clearly had a mechanical issue, he was throwing slower. Everything was off since he figured it out. He has a one five. So that's two guys right there. Of all these, your stinking worst pitcher. The guy gives up home runs like it's nothing. And, uh, st- and yet still has like a three nine. So that's what you'd expect. Rich Hill ever since uh, Marathon Monday has been good. Rich, Rich Hill outside of like, you know, he his last start wasn't great. No. Oh, Franchi. Still gives you, you know what you're going to get. Like that Texas start. Was and you can, and you can, long, still, and you can use him with te- uh, how which they do all the time. Can we just swap how can Whitlock? Like, what do we do? How as a starter, great. As a reliever, trash. They, they're both they're both the same issue, though. They both have the same issue. They can't go through like Whitlock's a reliever. He's never, I don't think he ever has gone Whitlock's through three. Effort, Whitlock is in is a hundred percent effort quick. He's he's a relief. Like the way he pitches is like a reliever. No, I know, he's, but they both have the same all, issue. They can't effort. They all quickly. they both can't go through three times through the order. Like but I Tanner think can eventually. Like I don't he, think well, he needs to eventually if he wants to be a starter, but he show he's shown that he, he really can't. Like three through three times, three times or the third time through the order, yeah. He has been really, really bad. So he needs but to figure that out. Whitlock ruin in the minors. Like oh, Brian Bayo, Bayo just got called up. He has Two st- in two starts in Worcester. Who was the dude gone- who freaking sat Volpe down in three on three in, pitches? In, in two, yeah, in two starts in, in Worcester, he has 20 strikeouts already. He's given up like four runs, six hits or whatever. Like he's been nasty. Um, Winchowski's been good. Siebel just got hurt, but he's been really good. Yeah. Oh, Siebel, that's who it was. He sat like, down. Uh- like why when Whitlock or what was the game? When, yeah, in Texas, the game we lost on that Sunday. Why is Austin Davis like we're doing an opener, a bullpen game when we have two Winchowski and Siebold capable spot starters? Last year we did like Cutter Crawford started a random game, Siebold started a game in Chicago. Like, why why are we burning the bullpen for a whole week just to uh, just to get a, a measly yeah, win in yeah. Texas when you've already the uh, let up a who, homer? Yes, to who? Abreu. Uh, I will. If he was the let one up, I wish it was freaking Robert because that's my. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, I can't remember what I was gonna say. But yeah, the bullpen management hasn't been the greatest. It's been better once they got on the run. Um, once they're scoring runs, it's easier because you're not like managing around like a stinking not, high game. It's, we it's not high leverage situations. Um, it's also nice to allow Barnes to come in with seven runs of cushion instead of zero or being down one, which I never understood why he was in those situations to begin with. Cause I still like as much as we are whatever on Barnes, I still think he's like, he he's decent. Like he can't, he's not a triple a pitcher. He can, 
pitch at the big league level. He probably won't ever be an all-star again, but he can be a serviceable reliever. He just needs to figure it out. I don't know what the issue was in the beginning of the year. His velocity was down. It's back. It's back up now. Um, but he needs to figure it out because he can't just keep throwing curveballs because you're going to expect a curveball because he can't throw his fastball. But it's nice to let him get he innings. Hates it. It's fine. It's just like no. Yeah, I know. He but hangs. If like if you're putting that down and away, it's also easy to, if to swing at it when you affected, know it's coming up. It's good, but if you're just putting that thing on a platter, it's like, dude, like that's why he needs to figure out the fastball. But again, it's nice that he is now getting outings. Better. He's getting better. And he's getting outings. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Oh um, God. But he's getting outings where he does isn't in a high leverage situation where he kind of didn't really do well earlier in the season. And John and then, Schreiber's the best reliever. Other than that, Schreiber's amazing. Strom is awesome. He's been amazing. But he so hasn't far pitched a lot. I don't wonder if he has an arm problem. He hasn't. I don't know. Was that Houston game when he struck out Alvarez in the tenth? That last was that his last appearance? Um, I want to say he pitched one of the first Seattle games. He might have. Other than that, though, he hasn't pitched a lot. He's been good when he's been in, though. Um, Hansel is okay. He's Hansel's good when you're not throwing him in the in ninth. The ninth. Inning with the yeah, one run he's game. not like, your ninth. Inning he's not guy. a closer. He's a great one run lead in the eighth. He'll get it done. One run lead in the ninth. Well, we're probably looking at extra innings. Yeah. So he he's not your ninth inning guy, but he's serviceable in the seventh or the eighth. Like um, the Sox prior to the Franchi walk off grand slam, their first extra inning win, they were 0 6 in extras. And in those six games, they had the lead in the eighth inning or later. That's crazy. All of them. That's so bad. Like, uh, that should be, we'll give them one or two. Like, that's at least four more wins. Yeah. And then, uh, like, and then oh, Danish so hasn't been horrible. Danish either. is he's fine been, when he's up. Is he still up? I'm not sure. But when he's pitched, he's been decent. So, again, the bullpen, which we thought was going to be an issue, has been serviceable. Um, the starters, who we the thought was going to be an issue, has been amazing. Good. And now the offense is cooking, so they're and fine. now yeah, they are fine. Um, it's still uh going to be a tough task to get to the playoffs. I still see a path. They just dug themselves a really oh, deep hole. Games out of the last wild card spot right now. Yeah, but they dug themselves a really big hole that was unnecessary. I do still think that they have a um a chance at the division. I don't think they're a division winning team. I think they'll be a wild card team, but I think they'll be in the playoffs. I truly believe that and. Um, as much as we said that they sucked when we were mad at them, I half believed it because I knew that this team had it in them. They would just need to figure it out on both sides. So, yeah. Any more yeah. socks thoughts? I think we got it all. Cool. Got it all. Anything else we want to talk about? That was kind of quick for a lot of things to to talk about, but we really covered them. Both, I guess there's not really anything else. I mean, the Bruins lost, so that kind of stinks. Yeah, but... B's lost. They just like they. I don't even know. That they was just played a better team. Like, it was the weirdest was... seven game, most uncompetitive seven game series I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, like, literally. And now, and now Tampa is going to win the damn cup. And Tampa is going to win the cup again because, of course, because it's the NHL. It goes to the NHL is just like die, like repeat, like just random, like. Mini dynasty. It's so weird. Mini dynasties. But Bruins are in a weird spot. If Bergeron leaves, you have if Bergeron leaves, your first line center is Charlie Coyle. Um, huh. I like Charlie Coyle as the third line center. Yeah. 
you kind of need to do something about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, hockey's weird, though. Like, I, it's just like, I don't know, hockey, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we're the big enough. four, but we're not really a hockey pod. Sorry for all the hockey. Yeah, all I know fans. is you have two really good defensemen locked up for eight years. Prostrock's a free agent after next season. That's kind of an issue. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you have a really good young goaltender who will be here forever. Well, not forever, but for a long time, probably. Probably. Um, yeah, you had a really good. You had you had the Olmark and Swayman were both top five in like save percentage or goals against whatever whatever the stat is in the league. Both of them, like that's you had a dominant two goalie tandem, which is really important. And they were good in the playoffs, and you just like did nothing on the road. Like they just forgot how to play. They have they're so thin on the blue line outside of Lindholm McAvoy, and when the lines outside of the top two don't give you anything like they it's like it's hard to win good analysis from because you drafted man you drafted so poorly for the last six years so so ridiculously poorly drafted like that 20 2015 draft is going to haunt them forever you would have no issues at you could have drafted both matt barzell and sebastian ajo and your center problem would not be an issue like ever instead you drafted like Trent or Jake DeBrusque, who, who was good, but or, he had a good what, series. Zach yeah, Senishin and uh, what was Zaborola pick that year? I don't even know. Someone else. Either way, bad. They had three straight first round picks, and they got two, but two never played in the NHL bombs, basically. And DeBrusque, who finally is good, probably is going to get traded. Which almost you can't trade at this point, unless you can trade him in like a pick for like a established center. And I don't know who the hell that yeah. would be. But yeah, yeah, that's about all I know about hockey. Awesome, Brian. Great analysis. Thanks, man. Uh, anything else from anyone? Uh, go um, pets. Mac Jones lost like thirty pounds. Yeah. Twig. Yeah. Um, oh, did you hear the stat for like the last seventy-five years? Every team that's won an NBA championship Knicks. is at a former Nick on the team. It's kind I of crazy. I thought it was no. I thought it was just in the finals. Oh, maybe it's in the finals. JD with another hit. The guy's going to hit 400 this season. Well, the Celtics do have a former Nick. Who has our former Nick? I forget. But they have one. So like Kimba. freaking Malik Fitz. Like, <laughs> no, serious. Probably. It's probably like Broderick or Luke Cornett or someone like that. No, starting lineup, nobody. D White, no. Smart, no. Pritchard, no. Neesmith, no. Tice, no. Oh, it was Cornett. Cornette. Yeah. Cornette, the Nick. That counts. Yeah. And then the Mavericks are the only other team. So, uh, yeah, Frank, I think. Frank is on the Mavericks. Nilakina. Yes. Frank the Tang. All right. Final thoughts. I mean, I think Brian said his final thoughts go Pats. Mac Jones lost 30 pounds. Yeah. But any other final thoughts, Brian? Um,. Not a go sees for tomorrow. Go sees love go-sees. and trust. What is that from? What does that even mean? That's greeny. That's just what he says about smart. Uh, uh, okay. Yep. Andrew um, Pats, go socks. Go Pats, go socks. Yeah, go sees. Go, go sees, please. Go Boston. That's yeah. basically oh, the right one. Final thought. One final thought. I saw this today. 
the Boston Four Sports since 2001. Only 2005 and 2009 has a Boston Core Four Sport not appeared in the conference finals of their league. <laughs> That's crazy. 2005-2009. Every I mean, year, to be f- one of the teams has been in the finals. To be fours. fair, about 60% of those are the Pats, but doesn't matter. Well, same, they made same it. Old, yeah, same old, They're the Pats, but yet... Like here, I'll just go through it quick because it's awesome. Go Boston. Okay. We have, I mean, we have to. It's, it's the it's the freaking yeah. it's, it's bean town. Um burp. Gotta find it here. Give me a minute. I like like a lot of tweets. Okay, here we go. 2001 okay. Patriots, 2002 Celtics, 2003, uh Patriots Red Sox, four Patriots Red Sox, five nothing, six Patriots, seven Patriots Red Sox. 8 Celtics Red Sox 9 nothing 10 Celtics 11 Bruins Patriots 12 Patriots Celtics 13 Patriots Red Sox Bruins 14 Patriots 15 Patriots 16 Patriots 17 Patriots Celtics <laughs> 18 Patriots Bruins Celtics 19 Bruins 20 Celtics 21 Red Sox 22 Celtics So the and Patriots dominated the 2010s but even though they dominated the 2010s you still had three Bruins appearances three Celtic appearances and two Red Sox appearances it's not like there was only Two three years where it was just the Patriots. That's pretty swagalicious. Like how like it's just so stupid. It's it's oh, just it's like, just elite. It's awesome. It awesome. Finishing off that point, I should have just said it. Um these are I don't know why people are saying like the 15 year stat, like oh, like the Celtics had the most wins in the NBA playoffs in the last 15 years. Like, who cares? What? Most playoff wins last 15 years in each league. Number one, Patriots, 18. Which sounds so... Sm- yeah, like, it's weird. They don't play a lot of games in playoffs in football, but like 18 and 15 years. Like, you're telling me we only had 18 playoff wins in the last 15 years? Yeah, that's weird. Really? But I guess a Super Bowl year would only be three, so that's three of those. So that's nine. We lost in the Super Bowl three times, so that's another two each. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Uh, Celtics last fifteen years have hundred and four playoff wins. Tatum has yeah, Jason, thirty-seven career yeah, playoff J- wins. Tatum's already played sixty-five games yeah, in the playoffs. He, thir- he has thirty-seven career playoff wins. Philly in the last fifteen years have thirty-seven wins. I saw that. That's MLB, funny. Uh, Dodgers are one with sixty, but the Red Sox are two at forty-six. In uh, hockey, Penguins are one at one hundred two, but the Bruins are two at ninety-three. And this makes me laugh because I just love being at school and um, New York sport fans are just like, oh, my teams have been in the playoffs like eight times in my life. Oh, my team has won 104 playoff games, (laughs) let alone have been to four of the last six conference finals in like 104. The guy on my team has been on the team for five years has 37 playoff wins alone. But if they lose Uh, the series, we're still going to be pissed. Oh, of course. They're not yeah, this does. Just, like, just, that's the thing. This doesn't feel saying? like the. This doesn't feel like the conference finals because, like, no. I don't really care if they lose. Or no, I, I'm sorry. I care if they lose. I care if they lose. Like, if they, I, I should have said, I don't care if they win. It like, doesn't have. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have an effect on they have feel. To win. I'm like, I'm like, wow, they won the conference finals. All right, now win another series. I don't freaking care about that. At this point, it's like you have to win. Like, yeah, you have to. But yeah, Boston rules. Go Boston uh, rules. That's the final. That's we, the it's final been spot. too long. Like uh, February third, twenty nineteen was a long time ago. Boston yeah. rules. Final so. thought. Thank you. Guys. Ooh, that'll be the title. 
Boston rules. Yeah. What the heck is that? Is that my a laser? laser? Yeah, it's on my laser pointer. See? Wow. Let's bring that to the fence. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's a pass. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bring that thank, to the fence. No, thank, go down to like Miami and then blind out freaking Jimmy. Okay, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter for Big Four Underscore Podcast. We will see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.